Alright, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Artsy Fartsy Immigrants, the podcast where we usually interview creative people who have moved to a different country and try to make a living in their respective fields. But for those who know me or this show, currently I'm back home. I'm in New Orleans, obviously. I'm here with Josh. And the way that the show usually works is that I try to interview people from different parts of the world, but now I want to fart. Uh, fart. <laughs> Come on, do it. Now I want to fart. <laughs> right now I want to interview, uh, focus on the artsy fartsy part and less on the immigrant part. So I'm artsy fartsy part. On the artsy fartsy fart. So I'm going to, uh, I've been interviewing a few friends, uh, started with the Matthew Martinez episode. He's an actor from here. And now I'm lucky today to be here with the one and only have a great day guy. <laughs> As a lot of you know him, uh, Josh Starkman. So, Josh, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for being here. Namaste, yogis. Welcome to class. Man, I'm so I'm really happy to uh, to be able to to be here with you today. Like we never really did this before. I never tried to um, do it over Zoom or anything with you yet. I think no. I I was always giving myself this limitation that like it's better this way. It's better this I way. I can touch you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And you have been a lot. <laughs> a lot. It's been a great trip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but dude, so like for those who, who don't know, like people are joining now. So you have this. Yeah. I mean, you have this kind of cult thing that's blown up, man, sure. uh, with have a great day. Let's let's start from the very beginning. So it's like it's pre-COVID. Uh, so for those who don't know, the Instagram handle is at Joshua Starkman. You created this entity, this have a great day guy. Um, how would you describe this guy? How different is he from the one that I know behind the scenes? And what inspired the drive that you've put into it over the past uh, couple of years? Right. So uh, the Have a Great Day guy is just a facet of my personality that I bring out when I am performing with musicians or the camera's on or I'm entertaining in, inten intentionally for people. Um, and. Basically, I make videos with musicians from, uh, from here in New Orleans and other places when I travel, but I spend most of my time here in New Orleans. And the idea is to really put a spotlight on not just my playing, I'm a guitarist and uh, a vocalist, but put a spotlight also on the almost infinite musicians here and also make it more about community instead of just like this idea of what professionals are, or this sort of like selling you this idea of music or a package sort of thing. Um, because for me, mu music is much bigger than business. It's it's a human thing. It's yeah, it is. Big, it's like cooking. It's like, what, for example, when I teach and I tell people, um, or people tell me, oh, I used to play back in, when I was a kid, but I had a bad teacher and I stopped. And I said, look, you like if you know how to cook at least something, it's not like you forget how to cook. Right. You know what I mean? It's right. the music's still there, the cooking's still there, the food's still there. These are very human things that are just like super important. Um, but how I started doing these videos is I got a divorce. <laughs> All right. Yeah, sick, bro. Um, and in a way, it was a, a very uh, transformative period. 2018, that's when that happened. And I started right before. Was it that long ago? Yeah, already? when okay, things wow. were sort of on, on the rocks and uh, going towards their fated end. 
And I was just looking for something to do with friends, take my mind off of the suffering in ways, but also engage with people and really tap into myself because a lot of times in relationships, whether they're with friends or family or lovers or, or, or wives or girlfriends or boyfriends or they, them, whatever, you can really give away a bit too much energy and focus and not really delve into what do I have to give as an artist and also to my community, you know? Do, do you mean like relationships sometimes block the energy that you would put into creativity? Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But also, conversely, relationships can also help like feed make your energy. life better. Yeah, yeah. Course, you know, I'm yeah. sure in many ways, you know, your partner has really helped, you know? Um, totally, totally. Yeah. Uh, and so I would ask like, so you, the very first Have a Great Day video that you made, um, was that post-divorce? That was the very first one, was already after that or before? No, it was before. It was- it was when things were kind of- Yeah, doing like we're rough. It was just rough and would only get rougher. And it was actually a sort of sarcastic video of me. I didn't know how to use a camera stand, so I had it placed like on some books on a desk. Right, and I still it was do like that sometimes. Looking, uh, it was like, <laughs> the camera's like angled up at me and I'm just smiling like, like right. not even open mouth. Just I was like, gonna say like, because it's, it's really right. grown into something like universal yeah. now, something really recognized now. Yeah, and I was being sarcastic pretty much because I have a, a sort of like dark humor side to me. I have a sarcastic side to me. Sure, um, yeah. But I, I just said, have a great day. Just kind of like <laughs> beat up and worn out. Because <laughs> <laughs> now that makes a lot of sense but now. It yeah. became sort of a mantra in a way where I just thought, okay, I haven't really given this social media thing a crack or a shot. What, but I had learned about the principles of social media by doing social media for my band that I was in, Nebula Rosa. Right. Because I learned how to do that because someone had to run the account. So I actually took lessons with, I don't know if you remember Eli, who was working with Bubble Bath Records at the time. Right, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. he was also a social media manager type in his own private practice. So I took one-on-one -on -one lessons with him and I learned all about how to like hashtag and really think about what you're posting. Yeah. And I just took it from there and and with my own personal account and I just started posting almost every day. And then after a few posts, I had some really old friends or one old friend in particular, my friend Jacob, who I can't tell if he was being sarcastic, <laughs> said, you should do this every day. They said that? Yeah. Oh, dude. They're just being silly. You what know? an inspiration already. Right. And that. I started doing the videos by myself and I just started thinking like, let's be silly. Yeah. You know, I'm a, I'm a silly person. There's such a silly side of me. Like when I'm on gigs and stuff. Right. But I, I, it's interesting because I never really let it out. I w I w because right. I went to school, I went to Florida State, and then I came here to University of New Orleans for my master's degree. Yeah. So very like straight and narrow jazz education, like right. you know, button the top button. It's you know, uh, yeah, jazz I mean, with a capital J. Jazz with a you know. Capital. And then as <laughs> I've gone, you know, as I've gotten older, it's like you know, jazz with a lower J, and the A is a is a is a uppercase, and then it's all in cos Comic Sans, <laughs> which I re recently for some reason thought of the term Cosmic Sans, Cosmic kind of blew Sands, my mind. Which probably is a band but, from Milwaukee. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> That's great. Cosmic, Cosmic Sands. Cosmic, come on down to the bar and see Cosmic Sands tonight. Going down to Huey's. <laughs> no, covers five bucks. I was just thinking of this, like, ironic hipster bar called The Bar. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Very plain. But covers still five. It's the Midwest. It's you still Milwaukee. can't get in. Yeah, yeah. And no drinking on the street. Right, exactly. What <laughs> were we talking about? <laughs> so, so, 
Uh, no, but you were talking about how uh, <laughs> jazz when you oh, when you first yeah. moved to New Orleans so, was like with the suit and tie but, and very serious. Yeah, and, and that was kind of coming out of school. But you live here in New Orleans, and people were very laid back. Even the way that we play jazz in. As I've gotten older, I put jazz, you can't see this on the podcast, but I put in the little air quotes because yeah. for me, it's not so much the word jazz, but more specific to the place. It's New Orleans music. And New right. Orleans music is right. like a tree with many branches. You can't just call one branch jazz and forget that there's also funk music and R&B music. There's metal from here. Right. There's all kinds of music. It is a root of music from the United States. Right. But it's also obviously connected to other places in the world because the Europeans are the people who settled here and blended and created the music that we love. Right. And, and as time still continues, people from other places come here. Yeah. Um, but I started tapping into just a more of a sense of humor. I grew up with a lot of guys now that work in comic music. I was going to say, like, you know, you, you have this particular style of humor and this, this, like, normally when we joke about things, it's very fast, like, I would say you have a very, uh, I thought of it earlier and I thought it sounded kind of oxymoronical, but like, is that a word? Oxymoronic? Yeah, it's oxymoronic. <laughs> but uh, that you have a, like a serious uh, comic timing, a seriously good comic ah, timing. thanks. Which I wondered if you had like a very funny family member or if you had, um, you know, like comedians, you, you know, because the the, yeah. the the standard saying is that comedians wanted to be musicians and musicians wanted to be comedians. Right. So, like, is there people that you aspire to where you're like, oh, if I wasn't doing music? You well, know, I mean, I like what is that? Where's your humor, you know, stem from? I grew up in a Jewish family. <laughs> All right, guys, that was the <laughs> show. Right. Thank you Have so a good much night, for Germany. watching. We'll see Pop. you later. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Just a reminder to those listening to this show, right now as we're recording this, we are live on my TikTok at Jordan Prince Official, and we are live on Josh's Instagram at Joshua Starkman. Yeah. So, you know, you missed it if you're listening to it now. And TikTok if, is at Joshua Starkman as well. That's right. Yeah. yeah if you're listening to this, uh, <laughs> then you might have missed the live, but we're visually very attractive people. All right. Good night. See you good later. Good night, guys. <laughs> Bye-bye. No, but, but seriously, there's something about that culture. My mom is from South Carolina, which is more actually like... Your people. Yeah, my people. Your people are sort of my canceled. people. But canceled. I'm canceled. Right? What do you mean your people? Um, but <laughs> my mind does work kind of a million miles a minute, sort of undiagnosed ADD of sorts. Montessori kid, yeah. youngest child, was told to shut up but wouldn't shut up kind of thing. I think we might have both been class clowns. My parents never fair. hit me. I don't know. Oh, my parents hit me. Oh, but I mean, you're so like, funny. Not, <laughs> they didn't beat the comedy out of you yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. My dad, my dad's a funny guy. I have definitely funny relatives. I have some like very like lawyer type. I'm literally lawyers in my family. I mean, Josh, let's be honest. I'd be very surprised if you had no lawyers in your family. <laughs> Canceled. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, there's still like there's still like a sort of sense of humor amongst. Uh, American Jews in their way and perhaps Jews in other places I can't really speak on it so much comes from the suffering you know what I mean right right <laughs> it comes from all of but the, there's humor can, in there's humor in all cultures I'm a little right? I'm a little behind what suffering no I'm kidding <laughs> what is suffering <laughs> you ever you ever been to McDonald's and the 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 shake machine is broken that is that's suffering. unapologetic suffering. Yeah. 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 No, but you have a lot of uh, lawyers in your family and they made you funny. <laughs> Even they're funny. They, they have like a snarky <laughs> thing. Also, just a bunch of funny. I mean, where I grew up in Miami, not just Jewish culture, but 
Latin American culture. I mean, I had neighbors that were Koreans. I had neighbors that were from all kinds of different places. Yeah. And I don't know, people are kind of fast talking and fast witted in South Florida, I find. And it could because it is a place. Do you think that that's part more, of the culture there? It's more northern, and but also coming from Latin American culture. So that makes sense. You don't have the slower kind of thing in more rural parts of the South, so to speak. Right. Or and even, that's that's where, and like or even you, here, like where my know? parents and my brother and front are from, like Jeff we, Foxworthy or Jeff Foxworthy style, who just came out with a new special, by the way. Ooh. I didn't know he was back on the circuit. I'm gonna watch that tonight. <laughs> Blue collar comedy tour Let's round go, six. Let's go, baby. Here we go. <laughs> no, but like my my family has this. Um, they're very you know drawn to their roots. My 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 mom's from actually both my parents are from Mississippi. That's where I grew up, like around Iuka, Mississippi. Uh-huh. And it is a definitely a different a different vibe from the one you're describing in Florida. And I was always very curious about different parts of the south you know you have um obviously in the south you have some major localized centralized cities oh yeah areas atlanta like, and houston are gigantic. Dude, atlanta austin houston um, dallas dallas i mean yeah. miami it's a whole different world but miami's at the very mm. tip of america's penis so oh, it's, it's, it's all the way down You're all right. the way down so it actually becomes less southern the more south you get that's really interesting. it becomes more caribbean i grew up the first neighborhood i grew up in we were the only white family it was a caribbean neighborhood that's really yeah. interesting. Which makes me think, like, I've met kids that grew up in New York. My dad's from New York originally. But kids that grew up in, like, Queens, and they, like, grew up around all kinds of different people. Right, But that's, right. that's what South Florida's like. It's, these one, it's this very multicultural hub. A lot of big cities are like that, though. You go to Houston, they have huge communities of people from different places that, that aren't the United States originally. Yeah. Um, just big cities in general. But Miami is definitely special. <laughs> Dude. Do you have any like particular stories from growing up in that region where you felt um, not like I, I don't want to say like as an outcast, but like you realized you were kind of maybe different there, like an interaction or an encounter where you're like, ooh. What, so what was interesting? The first sort of ten years that I grew up in Miami, we we were in a neighborhood that was changing. Like the it was. We white flighted, so to speak, to the to the suburbs because okay. there was more crime in our neighborhood. My dad's car got jacked, and they tried to break in, and mm-hmm. you know his career was was developing, so he was able to like take out a, a mortgage and, and get a house in the suburbs. Mm-hmm. Um, in that in that neighborhood, I I was my mom was real particular about what schools I went to, so I went to a school that had a, a Montessori or magnet program, I forget which, and there was only like one time. Like, there was one kid that was like, I don't want to play basketball with you because you're white. Oh, wow. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It gets that way. Wow. But, you know, as I get older. I mean, older, I believe it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, you know, I'm not, as, as, you know, come on, look at the NBA. Like, there aren't guys that look like me in the NBA often. <laughs> no, and if often, they are, yeah. then maybe they're from, like, like Lithuania or something. And, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're know? Polish and they're super yeah. good. And then also, as I've grown up and learned history, in like, actual history, not, like, uh, the sort of history that Republicans in this country talk about not being taught. Hot that's topic. The, well, that's Hot the one that topic. I, like, you know, I, yeah, I read, like, Howard Zinn, or I actually, I actually read history. I understand <laughs> completely why a black kid would say that. I mean, when, and it's like yeah, fair. One hundred percent. You get a pass. Of course, yeah. I think, I'm sure at 13 you did say that. You're like, I completely understand. Oh, I was sir. like eight. I cried on the bus. I remember oh, really? that. Oh, it was sad. It was as sad. a kid. Yeah, as a as kid, a child, you, don't, you, don't get you know, the you don't understand. You, I don't even know if I understood what slavery was at the time or anything like that. I know, you, but it also an interaction where someone says like, "No, you can't." Yeah. You're just like, but right? Why? Totally exclusion. You know, discrimination is discrimination. Racism is different, though. Um, of course. Yeah. I mean, that's not racism in that in that in that 
particular situation, that's discrimination. He's discriminating me. But it's or not even, racism because the power structure is not. But even if he was a white kid, just a kid saying like, "No, you can't." Yeah, no, that breaks your heart when yeah, you're yeah. eight years oh, old. Yeah, totally. You're like, but I'm cool. I promise. So I went to that school, and then when we moved to the suburbs, it was more white, but it was more like Latino as well. It was a bit and a bit more Jewish too. So by the time I was in high school, like half my high school was Latino, and then the like the big chunk of it was Jewish kids, and. A lot of the Latino kids had moved to the United States when they were young, mm -hmm. so they were pretty assimilated. Okay. But their parents were like, the English was pretty good, yeah. but not like perfect fluent. But yeah. a lot of them were more affluent, like their their parents were engineers or worked f for computer companies or this, that, the other. And what did your parents do again? My dad's a chiropractor. My mom was a midwife for 30 years. Wow, what a yeah. interesting combo. So it's like combo. very new agey. They were really yeah. new agey. So th and that they really influenced the way I look at music too. Is like music, like music is a healing thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they have always been healers. Been healers. Yeah. That's yeah. super interesting. Yeah. Did they? Did like their belief on other things influence the way you think about other things now? Like not just music, but like how did how did that how did being raised by these healers, the spiritual type, like influence other things? Oh. Um. Like politically or socially yeah, or emotionally? Yeah, well, my, or... my parents were very... My mom's from the South and was raised during segregation, as I'm sure your parents oh, yeah. were. Sure. And, But she always made a point of never, like, nothing discriminatory. Like, being very, like, going out of her way to explain the opposite of... To you. Yeah, yeah. Just, like, explaining that she was from the South and things like that. Um and always just getting along. I mean, I would hang out with the Jamaican kids when I was really young, or the Trinidadian kids, or the brag, or what? <laughs> what brag? I'm bragging. I had cool, cool black friends. God, what a flex, Josh. It's over. Sorry, guys. I think our phones are on fire. Right yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> cancel, cancel. Twitter. Um, but uh, I'm so glad that Twitter is absolutely a void of nothingness for me. Like I have minus <laughs> followers there. Yeah, it's, it's perfect. You want it that way. I have way. nothing on this. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, I mean, very, and the, the county that I grew up in, too, is, like, one of the most liberal counties in Florida. Actually, it was one of the contested counties during the Gore-Bush election. Mm. So that was big. I saw John Kerry when he ran for president. Anyway, so, wow, okay. yeah, my, my brother's cool. gay. Um, I was going to ask about your siblings. Yeah, yeah. my brother's gay. That was something and, we had in common. That's yeah, right. We have sure. gay brothers. Sure, sure, sure. And uh, it's interesting because the time he grew up in, like, everyone pretty much knew he was gay, but it was still kind of tough for him to come out because of, like, school and everything like that. Sure. But, li I mean, I'm very, I hate to use the word liberal and conservative because the, the politicians that embody those terms are Coca-Cola and Pepsi. And they yeah. both use corn syrup, you know, so. That, oh, that's a good way I, to put it. But in the way I look at life is just like, well, people are, as long as someone's not harming another person emotionally or physically, we're all good, baby. Right, right. You know, live your life like it's fine. Like the expression of humans, <laughs> I don't know why I slurred that. <laughs> you human expression is a beautiful thing and it's only more beautiful when there's more types of it. That's actually a really beautiful way to put that. Yeah, as long as it's um, not harming anyone, right? <laughs> right, exactly. Right. So yeah. I wanted to ask, um, I put this down earlier, so we talked about it a little bit uh, off mic, but so we've talked a lot about um, before you and me as friends, like about what we do, because what we do is the same but so different in yeah. a way. Like uh, I've kind of luckily, like through through literally through chance, because I didn't know that's what anyone wanted to see, but through through chance built this kind of like little following 
only, like primarily only on TikTok through making these niche right. jokes and videos about sure. German words and German expressions and living abroad and living in Germany as an American and like really, really hashing in on that niche alone. And you have really done the, like, but like the same work and harder work, uh, but with a totally different niche on Instagram and through Facebook and other things mm -hmm. like building this huge audience out of, like you said, like making people happy and sharing joy and, and sharing music and right. making this raw community vibe and stuff to have a great day. Would you say um, that in this niche, because I know I have like three or four people that do the same thing mm -hmm. that I do, but sometimes a, a lot better, sometimes about the same. Do you say would you have competitors in your niche as well that you look at their stuff and go like, oh, did, they did that well, or I could do that better, or... Mm, no, not really. I mean, because what I'm doing is I'm... He's too good. As a, as a performer, <laughs> yeah, I'm too good. Um, too good. As a performer, I'm inserting myself in something that is also like a documentation of a time and a place with people. You know, because of the cultural element, the societal element. The the times that I've seen other channels on whatever, whether it's YouTube or Instagram or Facebook, and they have, you know, ensembles of musicians that are rotating and, and representative of musical culture. Right. It's very along the lines of professional music. Right. You know, it's very A much, polished image yeah, of music. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not polished at all. It's very touch and go. Very. What do you want to play? You know. Right. In in a, in a, in a way that is very New Orleans, but I, I yeah. musicians everywhere can just tap into that feeling and that sense of like not having to be premeditated about making music. Because it's like, okay, we're, what are we gonna cook today? Uh, I got bread, I got pe peanut butter, I got salmon. I don't know, we'll put salmon <laughs> peanut butter on a sandwich. <laughs> and that also sounds like a band from Milwaukee. Right, exactly, salmon peanut butter sandwich. <laughs> Covers five. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um, so, no, I haven't seen anyone that does what I do in the vein that I do. I've heard, I've heard people awesome. express like, oh, I want to I wanna do what you do. And, uh, any tips? I'm like, dude, I have no clue. I'm just trying to like every day be present with whatever sense of self I have and put it into creating music with other people and being a service to the community I'm a part of, being a service to other people, and also supporting myself financially. Do you, I mean, that's that's also part of it too is like, from the first video that you made, and obviously you don't have to share obviously private things for a lot of people, but what, uh, how would you say your income uh, has changed from the first video that you've made to how you are now here in 2022? Oh, I have, I make more money. <laughs> yeah. Like, you make good money from, from having yeah. a great day. Yeah. Well, I also met people that pay more for gigs and things like that because right. I have notoriety. People they, want to they, see They me. want the clout to represent yeah. the gig. And yeah, then... or the venue or, or just like people will come out to the things that I see. Also sponsored ads. I do sponsored ads on, right. on Instagram. And right. those pay very well. I have an agent that hooks, well, people contact me and I CC her in and right. and then we do, the. I'll make a video or come up with an idea and yeah. And, and it's interesting because what I was doing before uh, was I was making fun of companies and showing off their product or even right. local ones. I did a thing with Chelsea Hines, a friend of ours, uh, where we went and got Bank Street Pizza and I was thinking, 
look, if we go get pizza from Bank Street Pizza and we make it and we put it in a video and make the video weird and right. tag them, then maybe there's a chance that they'll reach out and want to like make us do more or pay us to do more. But it's a it's a slow and gradual process. I mean, the first ones that I did were like Big Easy Bucha and they I don't even think they paid me. And I got a couple other musicians. It was like, you can have a bunch of free kombucha. And I was like, perfect. That's great. Because I'm signaling to them my capabilities. Right. And they're giving to me at that time and place what kombucha. I'm worth. <laughs> kombucha, which is great for my gut. Um, no. We're going to talk about that messed up gut Bro, later. Oh, God, really? Jesus, um, it rules my of course, life. Of course. But, um, yeah. But, yeah. But that's really interesting, I think, like, of all the people that I know as much as I know you, like as closely as I know you, you're still like probably the only person who I would describe to others as like, oh, he's the influencer. Sure. You know, you have people who claim that, people who try to live that life, but they don't really make the money or have the connections or get an agency or get the representation that you do through it. Um, so when it comes down to, um, oh wait, that was the next question. I was going to say like, are you, like where do you imagine where do you imagine have a great day in like five years? So I have a live show now that I've been doing once a month at the Ace Hotel. Oh yeah, you've been diversifying into yeah. like live shows. Yeah, That's because really with COVID, idea. like I mean, I'm a live musician by trade. I mean, it worked. It worked out and played into what I was doing because of the um, pandemic. People mm-hmm. were just sitting on their phones. Happy guy, goofy guy. Take your mind off of how shit everything felt. Right, um, right. And I'm, I'm a live musician and artist and performer by trade. So uh, we have this live show where I interview musicians and we perform and I have skits. I have a sidekick who does a news segment. He does, we give away local like gift cards or, or awesome. other bands merchandise that aren't even at the show. Oh, Just, that's a good call. It's about like fertilizing the culture and the scene, you know? And, that's really nice. And uh, I'm doing one of those for Jazz Fest and I'm gonna keep doing it at the Ace and um, I think when I come back later this year, we have some plans to perhaps move into like Twitch, but do it live. Ooh, that's a so good idea. So there's an online element, you know, that kind of thing. One day it would be nice to meet some like film writers or even write something myself that's kind of a show type of thing. Right. But we'll see. I, I'm, I'm, you, you, you can spend so much time and energy focusing on things that aren't the next step. Right. You know, and that just yeah. like puts you in this dream world where you don't actually get anything done and you're talking about this vague thing. And so there's That's, a lot of ideas that are like, that would be nice. But as far as the next year or two goes, the the live show, and then I, I want to up the quality of what I'm doing video wise uh, with with these videos. Like better cameras. Yeah, better cameras, better soundboard. And I have like studio space now through right. friends that I can use uh, to document and make just higher quality and put it on YouTube too because I like Instagram but the phone thing and then just like always in profile you know it's yeah. it's kind of you know you don't really capture the, the musicians I well, see some people on YouTube that they they have just one guy on a camera an SLR or whatever it is right. and he's like getting in the shots focusing on different people and yeah. that's kind of the way I, I think I'd like to go even though I like the, like always having the wide yeah. and then cutting and in. I, and I think about like the placement of people and things like that um, and their posture and their, 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 how they're poised. I, I saw that film Roma. Yeah. And it totally influenced me in the way that I think about that kind of thing or like paintings, you know? Like artistically in terms of or, how you yeah, film things. how I get the shots of people and like places, you know? Oh, that's with really the, cool. With a single frame. I was going to ask like, is, is, 
I would I would even think that like another motivation for moving your show to YouTube would be that uh, for you have a lot of uh, obviously you keep the same control, but I'm guessing longer formats <clears throat> and YouTube monetization. Totally, yeah. Because yeah. you would keep you would keep the full yeah yeah percentage. and. and we're kind of brainstorming now. I'll give you a, you get 1%. You get a point. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, I knew that was the whole point of this freaking podcast. <laughs> gotcha. Get the money you've out been, of me. You've been monitored. You've been watched in two different countries. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saving the live stream. Um, but really, it's like the live show coming back to the, the, um, the YouTube type thing where like there's performances, yeah. but also interviews and things like that where it's a longer form thing. Right now, everything's kind of like all over the place and compartmentalized, but... Who knows? Yeah, that's a possible that's a possible route that it could go as well. But yeah, yeah I would I like, really... and then you can chop up all that content into like this is the channel for have a great day performances. Oh. This is you know yada yada yada. But... I, I was gonna write this down, but I think it's a perfect moment to just ask it. Yeah, so go for er, it. earlier, because um, uh, I have to try and keep up with. Sometimes you make a good a few good notes in one stretch, and I have to think ah. to note that down. Like another good thing that you said was um, it. Uh, it's common that, like you just said it, but I'm going to paraphrase it differently. Like you, you basically said it's common that we spend too much time thinking about what we could do in terms of like, oh, wouldn't that be nice if uh, you turned it into a show or if you turned it mm-hmm. into a traveling bus tour or whatever. Um, but people get so lost on that that they stay in this goofy, dreamy place uh-huh. and they don't just focus on what they're actually working and grinding on. Ooh, First traveling off, bus tour. You're welcome. I get 2% now. <laughs> I get 2% now. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt. No, I'm just kidding. But basically, like, I think that, uh, I do think you should be a traveling sideshow, but, like, it's, it's I think, when you, when you talk about people like that, not only musicians, I'm guessing probably all around the world there are musicians who get caught in this floaty thing of, um, wouldn't it be nice if we, uh, oh, if we do that album or if we do that live show or I'm going to book that tour or whatever, and they kind of don't focus on, like, finishing writing the songs. Right. Um, would you say that this mentality is more common or as about the same as you would imagine anywhere in New Orleans? I feel like this is a very New Orleans mentality. Yeah. Uh, I know that was a huge yeah, question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a there's a number of elements that lead to that sort of thing. Because I felt like before I started making the videos and really just being a little more pragmatic. Mm-hmm. For, you know, which is a better word, better word for realistic, which is a loaded word. Um, uh, just practical. You look at what's in front of you. Because when I started right. making the videos, it was like, uh, I'm just going to alleviate my suffering. All right. I, I wasn't thinking about anything beyond that because yeah. that's con- contrived. You don't want to be contrived at all. You want to just right. like, first have something that is expressive. Just like when you made your videos, you're saying, I'm frustrated about learning German. It's so hard. I'm going to make fun of it. Right. You know, for me, it was life is suffering and it's so hard sometimes, <laughs> especially the suffering is so hard sometimes. Yeah. But, uh, what do I got? I got music and I got friends Right. and I can make fun of anything. So let's start there, I guess. Yeah. I, I never said these things out loud, but it wasn't until I actually started um, like seeing, oh, I can get people to do videos with me. Because that took like six months. I was just doing stuff by myself for a while. That's right. A lot yeah. of your first videos were alone. Just by myself. So I was That's like, right. DMs came out on Instagram. I could message anyone, anyone in the world. That uh, was around the time that DMs had, yeah, they had even, they they didn't have DMs. It was like, look, you can slip into someone's DMs. <sighs> and I was like, oh, I can ask any of these musicians in People my memory, that I've DMs were like seen. always no, there. No, no, they weren't. No, wow, you had to like right. find a number or Facebook. You're right. So, so, ooh, nice. I like the pen. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> That's why you're very smart. Um, but but 
I just start hitting up people, bothering people. <laughs> Maybe they'd ignored me, but then after a while, there's people that were ghosting or whatever. I, who knows? People have busy lives. Or also, like, I, I, you know this famous story about T-Pain? Yeah. Found his request folder. Oh, shit. No. He didn't know that people who he doesn't follow go to requests. Oh. And he posted this video that went really viral of him being like, showing the request folder. It was like, I don't know, a thousand messages. Mm-hmm. And it was like... T-Pain, Rihanna, Drake. Uh, like he was Kendrick, missing from like, all these people. All these people wanted to work with him, and he was like, you have to be kidding me, man. He just <laughs> missed it all. Well, I haven't had those guys yet, but but the, the, the matter of the fact is those are those people on, on those accounts a lot of the time. Right. Like some, the, some accounts have like management or they might split it with a social media manager to post certain things. But like, right. for example, a guy from here uh, in, in southern Louisiana, and he's known around the country, Lil Boosie. He's he's huge. You know for a fact he is just, it's on his phone. And he probably doesn't have another guy. He's just the guy doing it. Yeah, he's the guy doing it, like raking up controversy and stuff all the time. It's nice when you you feel that that's a real person. That's why those accounts do the best. Yeah. You know? I mean, you might have the clout of being Michael Bolton. Well, (laughs) I'm Michael Bolton. (laughs) I said Michael Bolton because Michael Bolton actually has a great account that I think he's pretty active on. But oh, you know he, what I mean? He had a resurgence and was like really funny. Yeah, he's on commercials and stuff. Right. Yeah. How am I supposed to live without you, Jordan? Um, you can't. I can't. I really can't. I miss you so much. Um, <laughs> but but you can tell like, and you kind of see it in the numbers too. Like the engagement is a little lower, but you might have a shit ton of followers because you're f- some famous person. Right. But it's because right. a Kendrick is looking at his Instagram. Yeah. So like Frida... Big Frida. It's like, hey, Dude. Big Frida, I'd love to interview you. Oh, yeah, baby, let's do it. Okay. Boss. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. That's amazing. Of course, that took some time to go, to happen. And, and yet again, that word I use, signaling, signaling to people what I can do. Right. Because it's like, oh, look, I did the, I send them the video. Is that another thing? I also you know? send, I send certain artists genres that are similar to what they do or people that they know or friends that they know. Or I would see videos that they liked right. of mine. Right, you know, yeah, you know, so, and you, and yeah, exactly, and it's, you probably have people who like are going to look at your profile, maybe look at the website, think about it, ponder about it, forget about it a bit, come back to yeah. you, yeah, or I pop up in because the, the algorithm works weird, and sometimes they might just see a one post a month from you, even if your posts are doing well, right, you know, and and that might stoke the flames of their interest in what you're doing. Like speaking speaking of that, the next topic I wanted to cross into. This is the fastest spoken podcast I have ever done, by the way. I'm, I'm a very quick talker. <laughs> <laughs> this is the fastest we've ever done it. Moritz, I hope if you're listening that you were not, uh, that you're, I think you're, you're going to still be fine. You're, I hope you can understand half the things <laughs> that, that I'm saying. Your English is great. You're going to be fine. Okay, good. We um, love you, Moritz. We love you, Moritz. Uh, <laughs> so um, what I wanted to ask was, <clears throat> so this is interesting how we, how we are at this stage because you have this great Instagram following. And I'm very happy, but you know this kind of semi good, semi-modest and TikTok following. No, no, no. Like we, have, we have these two. These are two stickers here. Right, right. Um, what would you say? I think I wrote it down here. Right. Like, what would you say are some of the biggest differences between uh, a, a successful Instagram channel and a successful TikTok channel? Because, or just the channels, the, the social yeah. media platforms in general. Because yeah. we were talking about this earlier off mic that the the follower growth on TikTok oh. is. Has I mean Instagram doesn't have anything yeah. like that. Instagram is a little ruthless. You like, have to like mine with yeah. a little hammer yeah. at this wall and hope eventually that this yeah. little stone falls in your Sometimes pocket. Sometimes I post things that are freaking incredible and I'd love for everybody to see it, 
and no one sees like, it. And then I can't post again that day because that next post would probably not do zero. It. Unless me, it yeah. was like me showing like my time at getting a Brazilian wax somewhere or something like that. Because, right. you know, uh, you making people like outraged or just showing them some crazy shit is what kind of rules the day sometimes. Right. And the, But that's not what I'm necessarily interested in. I'm a little more pointed and planned with like what I want to present to people right, as a right. producer. Because fortunately and unfortunately, social media is this first medium that I use artistically yeah. in the, at this point in my career. You know, I plan to record things in a studio and I plan to get more into live shows as I'm doing, but this is how it panned out. Yeah. It's a whole new world, you know? Yeah. So it's like, it's like imagine if you were like, uh, you made it doing live plays and then radio came out. That's you know an interesting I mean? comparison. That happened. I mean, or there were like, if you were, uh, there were a lot of writers in the in the early 20th century that moved to Los Angeles. I forget the names of some of them, but some are really famous. Oh, actually, one of them ended up writing The Wizard of Oz, but couldn't write a, a single other thing. But there had been other writers that went out there and just couldn't figure out how to translate from one medium to the next. Right. You know? Right. Which is interesting. Um, but I try to just. But would you see consider Instagram and TikTok such different right. mediums? They they are algorithmically different. That's true. Mediums. That's true. They're there algorithmically is somewhat different. of a different aesthetic on TikTok too because of the filters and things like that. And also there's mm -hmm. somewhat of a different culture. There's different demographics on TikTok. Mm -hmm. You know, also posts get way like it's very interesting. Like. Uh, the amount of likes you can get versus views I see is like you, people are much more tappy and interactive on TikTok for some reason. I don't know if that has They're to very do. With, engaged, I don't yeah. know if that has to do with the way that the Chinese developers made it or what, whatever. Or canceled. The way I'm canceled, but I mean that, that's interesting. Interesting thing to be pointing out that it's developed yeah. by another country that is at odds with our country uh, politically and sometimes like culturally right. in ways where it's like. I wonder. I wonder. Okay, like, what is the, what is the big picture here? Because that, not to get too controversial, but that that company is run by the Chinese Communist Party. Right. So it's and like, it is. why it is, is it so easy? Why is <laughs> it? They want all our information. What do they want? You know what I mean? I, we already have our psyops programs over there. Of you course. Know? Yeah. I'm of not. I'm, no one. No one here is golden. I'm just. It's <laughs> no very interesting the layers that have to do with these. Like the Mark Zuckerberg. We have Mark Zuckerberg in one corner, and then we have the Chinese Communist Party in the other. Right. The People's uh, Party, and it's just very. It's very interesting to me why Instagram is so fickle. Twitter's also fickle as hell too. See what's your relationship with? I'm, as you talk, I'm gonna I'm gonna make another drink. But what's your what's your relationship with Twitter? Because for me, it's always been like the most nothing ever, and the only people that ever seem to be requested to me. You're things. gonna walk with the mic. I want to see you walk with the mic and then go make the drink. The only people that have ever been requested to me are either big big celebrities like, hey, do you want to follow uh, The Rock? And I'm like, no, I don't really. And that's like, do you want to follow Frito Lay? And I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> Maybe you just haven't gone down the the rabbit hole enough. I I posted stuff on Twitter a little bit. I just I I it's a lot of people bitching. I'm not into the, all that. I've heard that's kind of what it's just become. It's become a lot of that, and that's also the place where a lot of the canceling happens. So that's the that's the epicenter know, of the canceling. Everyone's right? so right there, you know. And I just I'm not here to be right. We, are you here to be wrong? I'm not here to be wrong either. I'm ha I'm here to have a great day. Jordan. I'm here to have a great day, <laughs> and that's the truth. You know what I mean? When you were when you were first testing out the uh, original concept of have a great day, 
Were you surprised that Instagram was the one that really took it on so quickly and so well? It was kind of the only one I was doing. I, and then I started putting them on Facebook, and Facebook has taken off too. I get a lot of yeah. followers on Facebook. I've had, I have more views on videos on Facebook than Instagram by far. I had a video that got like a million views. Crazy. And yeah, it, Facebook is like, it really yeah. surprises you. Well, it's a different demographic. It's older people, and older, pe- older people have the patience for live music and videos that are longer than 15 seconds and not super cut edited or zoomed or whatever you want to right. call it. That's right, yeah. I found um, so what happened with me with with my music channel with uh, Facebook and with uh, Instagram. Well, Instagram, it, it, I had a little bit of a of a growth with the the German videos, but it, I, the same thing happened again. Like with the music channel and now with the German videos, with both Facebook and Instagram, I've hit a wall where like it seems almost impossible to get past the number that I'm just sitting at constantly for followers. Yeah, it's insane to me. Like. I have the same work ethic. I put out the same amount of things. Right. It's always fresh. It's always consistent. It's almost, it's like the same day as the TikTok stuff. But um, for some reason, like when I first started doing the German videos for Instagram, I had this like immediate growth and I was like, wow, this feels amazing. This is really cool. And then it hit this number and it's just been sitting there and I cannot get past it no huh. matter what I do. Huh. Like I try to do creative stories or I do like, I keep the reels just... Do you, have you come up with any new concepts within the I think I think I'll brand? have to change I'll have to try and change the, the, the general like balance that I that I do because it's not Or right. have you ever taken a break for a while? Like take a month off? I don't think I've ever taken a full month Sometimes off. Sometimes that like gives gives a nice reset because when you don't post for a while and then you post, a lot of people see the post. Okay, maybe that maybe that's and what taking, I should do. Taking breaks is nice too. You know, it's good to take a break, guys. When's the last time you took like a, a great break for your mental health? Uh, last summer around my birthday, and I think I'll do the same this this year. And when I go to Europe in the summer, I'll probably be kind of light on the posting. Do you? Um, how? What's the longest you've taken off from doing it since it started doing so well? A month. Yeah, like a I month? said. Yeah, a month. Yeah, just like. Uh, I'll go from like my birthday June 21st to like end of July or something. Do you have uh, uh, videos pre-recorded that drop in that break? No. Or just like silence. Nothing, just silence. Yeah. God forbid we don't post anything. The dude. I mean, isn't it weird? We're so neurotic or anxious to do that, but yes. it's super important. And like I'm saying, the algorithm actually reward, rewards you. For sure. Yeah. Oh, you're saying for not posting? Yeah. People miss you. Ah, oh, that's interesting. Dude, people have to miss you. Come on, man. If you always post, they never D- miss you. D'Angelo's put out three albums in his career. <laughs> 25, over 25 years. Three albums three in 25 albums. years? Three albums. Every time he puts one out, it's like, holy shit, D'Angelo. I didn't know that. It, I mean, it's not by design. I think he has, like, you know, lifestyle issues. Like, oh, like they thought he wouldn't make it to another one. Or I don't know. Maybe it's addiction things or money things or whatever it is. But that, it just takes him a really long time to put out. It's music. Albums. He's an yeah. artist. We shouldn't have artist. to rush. We shouldn't have to be these like conveyor belts of mass production. But yet we are. You're a conveyor belt <laughs> of mass production. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> Oof. It didn't big, hurt. Big old hand. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, oh, but I was, think- I was thinking like you were talking about the TikTok algorithm. Do you, uh, cause I talked with a friend about this a couple of days ago, since I started using that app as frequently as I do, and maybe some of you notice the same thing. I'm going to pull, I'm going to take the mic away a little bit so I can talk louder to the cameras, but just for this uh-huh. question, 
I wonder <laughs> if some of you guys feel the same way that I do about TikTok in the way that you didn't know that you had an interest in a very specific niche. Like, for example, pimple popping videos or puppy dog on the beach or... Oh, that's it, not Instagram. It, Instagram's sort of that way, but tic, I know what you mean. Well, well, like, the question is, TikTok knows really what you want to see, even if you don't know what you want to see. So the question was, like, have you uh, come across an interesting channel? Like, for example, for me, it was uh, cave diving videos. Huh. It was videos of people being uh, trapped in this little cave, like, where they have to suck in their breath to get through the rock. Like, <sighs> ugh, ugh. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so claustrophobic and it's so anxiety uh, inducing and it's really, really hard to watch. But then they get out and then they're like, we do this because we love this. Why does anyone else even get up in the morning? Do you have to put that on TikTok if you love it so much? What do you mean? The, cave the guys. You, they don't have to do no. that. No. Yet they do. But I, and, and it got me hooked on Like TikTok knew that part of me likes to feel really, really like unforgivably tense. <laughs> And then like, oh, but they made it. Uh, they always make it's like, it. Shoo, yeah. And then, well, imagine if one of the videos ended like, and then Jeremy died. I mean, he's I'm, like, oh no, I'm stuck. <laughs> I can't breathe. <laughs> With a GoPro like, <gasps> babe, post this to TikTok. Babe, his girlfriend's there. Babe. Yeah. <laughs> what? What? Oh no, he's dead. Cut videos, cut. <laughs> It's one of those like the like you know the Grizzly Man documentary. Yeah. It's one of those things oh, where there's no visuals but God. just audio like. Just for like 10 And minutes. then just like a... <laughs> Kyle! <laughs> Kyle? It's not funny! How many ways can she say Kyle? Kyle! Kyle! <laughs> um, anyway, no. So on Instagram, I don't really go down the rabbit holes of like puppy on beach TikTok. Because I know there's... Well, no, no, but that's just like there's one like, lane. There's like subreddits on TikTok, so to speak, where it's like niche. Instagram, it's like, if I watch enough cute puppy videos, maybe let it show me some other cute stuff. Some account, it's more so accounts. Like, you know what accounts but like, you go But to. like, did TikTok show you something you didn't know you would love, and then you ended up following it? I don't it. spend that much time on TikTok. I post. Maybe that's why my numbers aren't as high. I know, I know. On Instagram, no, I don't know. I, let me give a shout out to a couple accounts. Nature is metal. Nature is metal. That's, have you heard this, seen this one? Yeah, that's a great it's account. It's crazy. It's just like animals eating each other and all kinds of crazy shit. And then um, look, look at this fucking street, which is one from here in New Orleans where you see the craziest street. Street. It's, it's like infrastructure. No, no, no. Instagram. Instagram. Look at this oh. fucking street. Instagram. Look it up. It's just like the most hilarious, and especially when you live here. Is it the fucking street? No, that's zero. No, no. look at this fucking. Yeah, there we go. It's, it's yeah, it's sidewalk, sidewalk dude. He has a good amount of followers too. <laughs> it's just like oh, look at this fucking street. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sidewalk Sunday. Look at this fucking sidewalk. Click on the account, dude. You just gotta this you is, gotta scroll through. This, okay, this is crazy, dude. Shout out to look at this fucking street. We love you. I think yeah, a lot man, of people in New Orleans love it. Not another New Orleans pothole account documenting the cracked and sinking streets of the Crescent City. Send submissions via. So the it's end. submission. It's a community projects. <laughs> look at that, man. <gasps> Oh my god. 
There's no sound on it. I guess. Dude, this fire for those who can't see it, this fire hydrant <laughs> is exploding. Uh, that's on Poitras. It's downtown. <laughs> wow, that's really bad. Yeah, keep I saw going. one that was about to pop on bourbon uh, yesterday. People dressing dressing up the the pothole uh, hazards. That's kind of cool. That's very yeah. New Orleans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. To decorate, we the like we have a good sense hazards. of humor about our infrastructure. Oh, oh my yeah, a God. crane getting stuck in a pothole. We love that. See what the or description says when it loads. Uh, he is the opposite of risen, Glendale and Lyme in Metairie. <laughs> that's Easter. That's in Metairie. Wow. That's in Easter. Wow, that's a mess. That looks like we're in like uh, some country in Latin America. That's so incredible. we're seeing like uh, a standard construction crane has fallen over into a ditch, <laughs> uh, basically right in front of someone's house in Metairie, and the the road looks just. Metairie destroyed. is a suburb of New Orleans too, which has typically like better land to build roads on. Someone's tires in the no way. Yeah, it fits perfect. Fits like a glove. Thirty one hundred block domain. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so those, put, like the those are some accounts that I really like. There's also a guy here in New Orleans, Doctor Daddy's Who Dat Crime Wave Syndicate. Wow, it's it's too much. I'll send you I'll, after the show. I'll send it to you, but. New Orleans has some amazing like uh, accounts that are New Orleans and just New Orleans living for locals, quote unquote, uh, you know, accounts, which I love a lot. Um, how many how many have a great day videos have you done now? Uh, it depends because I, I got into you. Mean, do you mean just the performances with musicians or just, when, when you started doing it with people? Yeah. Because um, I do other ones that are like pointing real type stuff, but um, with words and stuff, but or just talking straight to the camera with musicians, probably <laughs> over 500. Over five, that's amazing. Man. 500, 600 this at post? this point. A lot, there's a lot of like yeah, re, there's good. like uh, friends of the show that come back on and I've done multiple videos with. Yeah, I mean, we've done three, I think. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, wow. Yeah, we did uh, oh. Blackbird. We did a promo, promo for my most recent album, the, the one that of That was Resume. in Germany, wasn't it? That was in Germany. That was a while ago. And then we did one with oh, Noah, we did the, with we Jenna. Did, that's right, we did that one. And we did, uh, actually we did more. We did the uh, Paul Simon one. That. Oh, yeah. What? We did the acapella Oh, app. yeah, because you... you uh, Oh, yeah, that was acapella, my bad. We did yeah. like four or five. I did one in Munich, though. That was great. I, I'll do one again. I met Pierce Brosnan. So this is another thing. Through these videos, I met who's uh, a very good friend, who's now a very good friend, Ben Jaffe, who's the director of Pres Preservation Hall. And we have the same freaking smile. It's Look at this guy. I know. 007, baby. Um, but I met Ben Jaffe through it. He's a uh, fan of the videos. And we just started hanging out. And, and it turned into our relationship has blossomed into the point where, like, I've made an album with Charlie Gabriel from Preservation Hall. I play at Preservation Hall here in New Orleans every Wednesday. I'm playing on the 60th anniversary show. I meet all kinds That's of amazing. cool, talented people through being a part of this incredible organization here uh, in New Orleans. And yeah, was so. he just walking through? No, he can't. I mean, like celebrities or for those great who want to see it. For those who want to see it, go to Instagram.com/slash/joshua. Yeah. Great actors, musicians, artists. Great artists come through present uh, preservation yeah. hall. There's a photo of Josh here with yeah. with the very good-looking good older looking. Pierce Brosnan. He's Irish. I, I thought he was British. He was he's Irish. Irish. Yeah, he's Irish. You're just used to him talking in a British accent because 007. But um, so wait, and did the Irish guy faked a clean British accent? Yeah. yeah. For 007. Stellar, yeah. And for actually for his entire career. Yeah. I wonder if he might have been raised in England. Anyway, so yeah, it's turned into like I've 
increased my network of people that I know. Yeah, that's Callie. We I, I co-wrote a lot of her first EP. Oh, um, that's cool. Yeah, Callie is the name of the project. Like, uh, so for those who already do follow this channel, I've had. Oh, you have another Pierce Brosnan. Oh, it's the same. Yeah, same, same picture I used. So I get a lot of people because um, they know that I know you that we're friends, and they tell me sometimes like, oh, have you seen this video or like. I love this girl who comes back on. What's her name? This is one that repeats so much that I know that's who they're talking it's about. It's because she looks German. It's probably because she looks a little German. <laughs> she's actually from Minnesota and she's uh, uh, Scandinavian. Is she in this uh, band called Peanut Butter Salmon Sandwich? No. <laughs> no, Thelia is the project. T H E I L A. And, she, and I'm playing guitar on a number of the tracks on her EP, and you can check it out on all streaming services. This one looks like Olivia Rodrigo here. Wouldn't be kind of. She's young. Was. Yeah. I mean, this is the thing. I, I do sort of like scouting in the city and. Uh, in the city online of like who's here and who's singing and who's like doing artist stuff or musician art stuff and and I just hit them up and I see if they want to make a video because in a way these are people that I'd love to continue working with in whatever facet. So you kind of give them a bit of a break like hey this is going to get X amount of views most likely. Oh yeah people Do you get wanna... like if, if the video does well. you the... get hit up. Yeah. But, like you find people and say I want to promote you a little if bit. If the video does well then they'll get like a couple hundred followers or something. That's awesome. Yeah and then also like people around town recognize them they go out to their gigs or they're like I found out about like Gabrielle Cavassa here like I've, I've, I've made a bunch of here? her on the right. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah. Um, I may, I've made a bunch of videos with her and a lot of people recognize her around town she tells me like hey like People were saying, oh, you're that person from those videos. I love you. You're amazing. You know, that's awesome. Yeah. But, and that's, I, I really, you know, I'm not a big fan of pride, but it's good to be proud of some things. And I'm proud that I've been able to bring a spotlight to people that I've always really thought highly of artistically. And, uh, I've been able to give them, you know, a spotlight. I wanted to ask, like, since this, uh, channel has gotten so successful and as you'd like, migrated into this position where you not only are asking to work with people like Tank and the Bangas and they say yes, uh -huh. but you're also in the position of looking at smaller artists and saying, hey, how about we, how about we work together and see, you know, yeah. we can help you grow a little bit too. Um, what are, do you have any like funny live on the street a celebrity? No, I, I don't, I hate to use that word for, for anybody, but like this like celebrity moment where, you know, I, I know that you say you get recognized. Is there something where someone like was like, oh, have a great day? Or, All the time. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Do you have a couple interactions you want to share? Yeah. Any, any in particular that are weird or crazy? Um, not really. Sometimes like people as they're driving by say, have a great day. Like, have a yeah. Great day. Yeah. And I don't know who it is. That's um, cool though. Yeah. Or, you're I mean, having the worst day ever. You're yeah, like, no, yeah. You have a I mean, I still have kind of shit days because my gut mostly, sure. which we'll talk about. Eventually. Anxiety. He's talking and about my anxiety. anxiety. I'm gonna get anxiety sometimes. Um, I got a weak gut. It's all good. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I handle it all with grace. Even if I'm feeling sort of like not very sociable, I'm I'm am very grateful and thankful for people uh, yeah. when they show their love for what I, what I'm doing. Especially if they're not like wasted. Like, oh, people are engaged. Especially with this. if they're not like wasted, because sometimes that happens. And like, you know, if someone's drunk, they just keep talking to you and talking to you and talking to you. It's like, okay, like, dude, you want to hear? We can, um, we can talk about something else. Or, <laughs> I, I'm done hearing about how much you love me. Like, you know? you, okay, so you did this. You did this video with uh, Bank and the Tangas, <laughs> and you were so funny. <laughs> yeah, right in the head. Yeah, no, I don't. Not, not too much. No, that people don't get too abrasive. So. Well, just wait and see. You yeah, know? I still have a long wait life Wait till you cross 100K and it'll probably happen. Damn it. <laughs> we'll see. Um, no, but you want to hear a crazy story. Like, um, So I know probably that the people who listen to this show know because I talk about it enough, but maybe you guys don't know. 
Um, I have this radio show that I do in Germany every Sunday. It's called American Sunday. It's on Ego FM, and it's the first and only English program on that station. And I love that job, and I'm very thankful to have that. And the cool thing is, out of all the things I do, it's probably the platform with the most listeners. So it's really been a great you know, way to like be very personal to a lot of strangers. It's broadcast in Bavaria, across all Bavaria. It's like it's, it's uh, yeah, broadcast from three major cities, but the whole of Bavaria can access it. And if you go online, you can access it anywhere. Sure, sure, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's a really, 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 really yeah. cool station to be a part People of. People write you? Yeah. Call you? Yes. Germans are very straightforward even when they love you. Yes, <laughs> It's that's like true. it can still be kind of harsh when they love you, right? Dude, one time, uh, this isn't the story <laughs> I wanted to tell just yet, but there was one time where I did a, a show. So every every Sunday is a theme, and I do uh, like, let's see, six, 60. I do like 17 segments on a theme plus the music in the middle. And one show's theme was Germans gonna germ. Like Germans got a germ. Oh, got a germ. And it was just making fun of like German behaviors that are like sometimes to me a little annoying or a little funny or just quirky, something different. And I did this uh, Germans got a germ theme. And one of the uh, segments was about German cyclists. Uh huh. And like long story short, I did the bit where I made fun of them and I didn't have my driver's license yet. And I said, I can't wait until I get my German driver's license license just so I can run you guys over. <laughs> like just and it was just a bit, you know. But I did it. It's violent, I, Jordan. Dude, I got a letter. I got an email to the station and to me personally. It was in German, so it was like really aggressive. I had to ch- had to uh, translate it to see everything he was, was saying. In caps, dude. It was intense. Exclamation mark. He was like, "That is, th- that's threatening the cycling community. You're you're hoping that we die, that we get murdered. I'm contacting the station. I hope you I hope you get fired. I'm gonna try and." He was really, 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 really <sighs> upset about me saying that. And so I called my boss and I was like, hey man, I got this email about the cyclist. He's like, oh, I saw it. I was like, I'm really sorry. It was just a joke. I didn't know anyone would take it that seriously. And he goes, oh, I heard the show. I thought it was funny. (laughs) I was like, yes! But Germans got a germ. Germans got a germ, dude. They got a germ. In the United States, I'm sure some people would bitch about that too. But uh, the story, yeah, that's true. The story I was going to tell was like just today, Monday. I had a show yesterday that came on. It was called Read the Signs. Mm-hmm. And it was about all different kinds of sign reading, like listening to your body, which is kind of what you're doing now, um, social cues, you know, literally reading like license plates in the South, funny things they say, like all these things around this theme. And one of the things I was talking about was how ever since like nine years ago in college, whenever I get very mentally stressed or when my body is literally crumbling apart, like I need to rest and heal and get medicine and sleep when i'm at that peak of like falling apart i develop humongous swelling like swelts like um hives swelling welts is that welts Welts? like golf ball size like Like just fluid or something it's like hard i'll get like it's not hard but it's extremely itchy and red and huge and dude my lips will swell up and my my nose my eyes my my temple will swell up and I just talked about it passing because usually it just goes away. Uh-huh. Like even a few weeks ago at my brother's place, I was having a great day. I was having, having a, great a great day. day. Thank you. And it just swelled up. And then after like an hour, it went away. And I uh, didn't know what it was. I was like, oh, it's one of those things. It's very, it gets very numb and, very, and then very itchy and then it goes away. And I talked about it on the show in this like 90 second segment. And this morning I got an email from a doctor at, I think it's called, 
I just want to make sure I get the the hospital right in Germany. Yeah, dude, it's um. Oh, there it is. There it is. Oh, Charité, dude. So this doctor. He says, I happened to listen to the radio show American Sunday, and Jordan described some of his medical problems. When I listened to it, I immediately thought of a diagnosis. Please forward him my contact to give him advice. Okay. And he's a doctor at the Charité Medical University in Berlin, which is the most prestigious. Like the, he's a doctor it's the, there. It's the most prestigious medical university what? in Germany. Americans are not like that. They Dude. would not. A doctor wouldn't be like, hey, I'm one of the top doctors in my field. Right. I was just listening to your show it'd be like <laughs> sounds like you got hodge like, bro <laughs> you need to come in so i can make you pay a lot of money dude <laughs> that's the united states I, I wrote him back today and i was like thank you so much did, did he thinks he knows what it is he thinks he knows what it is we're gonna have a call when i'm back next week and he's gonna tell me what it oh what he God. might think it is. it's super interesting i hope he i hope he like i'm some medical marvel <laughs> <laughs> oh this has an hour limit yeah, that. yeah. I did a show at the beginning of the pandemic, and I had to keep uh, restarting it. Ah, okay. What do I do? Funny that you haven't gone that long before. I figured no. you've done a lot of those. No, I don't do a lot of live shows. Oh, that makes sense. I wish I could save it though. You can't save it on the gram. No. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. It's in the archive. Okay. Let's see. It'll be in my archive for thirty days. I could probably download it from there. Actually, we can go here, and then. Yo, we got two people on right now. We had like two. We had like. Consistently 10 to 20 people up in here. All right. Oh, is that you right there? Yeah, yeah, sorry. I'm just saving it. So Does anybody who's on right now have a question for me or Josh? We're going to take a, just a, a little moment. If you want to send some likes or if you want to share the live or just say hello, we will say hello back to you. He's just creeping on us, and that's nice too. You guys can also just chill out if you're just in bed and you want to just see or our kind faces. Out. If you passed out, if this is just on in the corner as you drunkenly are sleeping, right. that's okay. And we love you. Love. Are you guys making love right now with our voices right in the now? background? No way. You bad dogs. Bad naughty bad dogs. Well, I hope you procreate. I really hope. I hope all of you procreate. I hope all of you make a baby right now. When you want. When you want. <laughs> when you want. When you want. When you want. You know. It doesn't it's have to, to be right now. It's up to, it's up to you. It's not my call. I'm just, I'm just uh, having a great day. So just as a reminder... Because we've been doing this for about an hour now. Mm. For those just joining in, if you've not seen anything so far, whatever, this is for my pod. I'm Jordan Prince. This is for my podcast. I'm Joshua Starkman. Have a great day, everybody. Have a great day. <laughs> this is for my podcast, Artsy Fartsy Immigrants. You can you can listen to this show on all streaming platforms. Everywhere you get podcasts, you can hear this show, Artsy Fartsy Immigrants. Josh's episode, the one that we're doing now live, comes out Thursday. So make sure wow. you subscribe and check it out. I'm German gonna... efficiency. Boom. Because I would do something like this and it would be like, Pats, let's let's get it out by next month. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, you, got, in a you month, guys yeah. put so much more into It's a video thing. Yeah, and yeah but you know. This but is good like, job. Just good just job. the audio alone will be out Thursday. Yeah. You know, Moritz will listen through it once. Moritz will listen to it once. Yeah. yeah. We love you, Moritz. Thanks, Moritz. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Miss you. Don't take this out. <laughs> it's a kisses. kisses. Let's just do it for a second. It's little kisses for Moritz. Oh yeah, Moritz. Yes. He's he's literally at his office right now with his wife in front of him. Like, 
I can never tell her what I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> so what else do you have to ask me, man? I was going to ask if there was anything else here. Yeah, I don't have to keep you too much longer. Oh. No, it's fine. What was the thing about the egg sex toy? Oh, no, wait. And we have your diet. <laughs> That's the last two things. Oh, and egg, okay. So the last things on the docket to talk about are egg sex toys and, uh, and my diet. <laughs> egg sex toys are, I, I thought it was an interesting phenomena where there's these vibrating eggs that you can put in orifices, a butthole, a vagina, your mouth. Cool. Those are about the only ones I think this egg fits and there's a remote that controls the vibration. Mm-hmm. So there's vi- these videos you can watch online of man with woman, man with man, woman with man, whatever. I, everyone's having fun. But the, the, the best part about these videos is that it's all candid and like off guard. When, okay. Okay. When the partner with the remote is using the remote to yeah. make the egg go. Yeah. It's just really funny. And I thought that was about it. That's a cool idea. Yeah. I think that was a cool idea. You want to try it? <laughs> you have one? I could, I mean, you're here for a couple more days. I could order one on Amazon. Or we could go down to Bourbon Street to the sex shop. I was going to say they probably have one at yeah. Bourbon. Oh, also, I have a sex book. Oh yeah, an erotic erotic fiction. I'd like to read from if that's possible. You can. Let's just say quickly. You had you had COVID and your gut is bad, <laughs> and, and now you're doing the open. show is like off the rails now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You said it. It's all yeah, yeah. I'm I'm the guy with the bad gut. No. So I got COVID and it like triggered this a massive crazy like breakdown in my gut as I'm finding out these past months because I was on this journey of figuring out what the hell it was. Right. I went to doctors, they didn't know what it was. I tested, I don't have any allergies of anything. And apparently I have leaky gut. So it's just like- I never even heard of that before. Yeah, well the lining of the intestine is permeable. So nutrients and food and things like that leaks all over the place. And oh my God. It, it affects your systems, it gets into your bloodstream and it affects your body in oh. a negative way. Wow. Yeah, and it did, uh, what do I see? Yeah, it, yeah, bacteria and toxins that aren't digested or dealt with leak into other parts. So like, it I have- it Makes on, you really sick then. Yeah, inflammation in my throat and my sinuses and just like, I was eating and drinking whatever and I've lived here for 10 years eating and drinking whatever. And now I'm doing the Whole30 diet. Okay, it's so doing the Whole30 to try, yeah. try and figure out what yeah. might be helping or Vegetables, hurting. Vegetables, fruits, and meat basically. And then you bring it back in, after, other things back in after a month. But no grains, no, pe- no legumes, peanuts, any of that. Yeah, okay. No, I'm just okay. not messing around. I'm not messing around anymore, Jordan. No alcohol. Hey. Nothing. Caffeine I'm even cutting out. He's Fuck not it. messing around anymore. I'm not messing around. I need to feel good to have a great day. And That's I true. hope everyone understands that as well. That's true. I can't believe you got off caffeine. That seems so hard to do. I did it today. <laughs> Dude. We'll see how long it lasts. Good luck, man. Yeah. That's hard. Yeah. That's really hard. It's like when I quit nicotine. Oh, yeah. It's very hard. Oh, you, did you go to the little uh, baby dick? Uh, I'm done. Nic- uh, I'm nicotine. done with that. Oh, you don't even have the baby dicks anymore. I'm done with nicotine. Yeah, wow. Done smoking the robot in, in any in. format at all. I can't believe I called an e-cigarette a baby dick. I'm so- <laughs> Dude, you should hear my friend Tim. <laughs> Excuse me. He always called it the robot dick and yeah, said, it's robot you look dick. so lame when you do that. And I was like, Whoa. I know. And he would still smoke cigarettes. It wasn't like he was clean. <laughs> He'd be like, you look fucking lame when you do that. <laughs> Tim? Yeah. Sweetheart Tim would do that? I mean, we're really close. We're really oh, close. Oh, wow. You know? he would, yeah, he would make fun of me for it, which was, I think he was like, either go all the way or just quit, you know? Right, right. It was like it was uh, like humor, but also telling you what he thought. Yeah, of course. I yeah, love Tim, that. Tim That's a, a good friend does that. Um, yeah. Okay, so Josh, to say farewell, I okay. want to say first off, for those who have stuck around and those who have hung out, thank you so much uh, for being on the live today. I know the podcast was a little different than usual. We had... 
Uh, we're kind of all over the place, but it's just really, really fun to be here with Josh. That's kind of how his brain works. Love you, baby. Um, just uh, Josh is going to send us off here with a little passage from a book, and I'll, I'll give it to him in a minute. Just want to say, if you enjoyed the show today, go please go to Instagram and follow Josh at Joshua Starkman. Same on TikTok. Uh, for those who are from him enjoying this show, please go to uh, my TikTok at Jordan Prince Official. Yeah. Give us a follow, and uh, thank you so much for listening. This should be on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Wherever you want to listen, just give it a share, subscribe, comment, share it to the world. Thank you so much. And Josh, why don't you send us home? I hope this makes the edit. This is a selection from Dolores Fawson, Josh. The name of the book is Josh. Like my name. It took Josh several seconds to repeat the bad stuff that had gone on between them. Several more seconds to drill it into his brain that while he did forgive her, Crossing the line with her now could be dangerous. Did that stop him? Nope. With the same part of him yelling for him to stop, he reached out, sliding his hand right into that robe, and he found exactly what his body was looking for. A warm, soft, naked woman who could burn him to ash. Even though she'd been the one to stop him from leaving the room, JC suddenly got that deer-caught-in-the-headlights look. Uh, you're sure about this? At least that was what Josh thought she said. (laughs) (laughs) What else did he think that she said? There's more. He couldn't be certain because he kissed her before she finished talking. (laughs) That's a little... Okay, bro. Still, he caught the gist of what she meant. Like him, JC knew the timing for this sucked. And not just the timing. Everything about this was wrong, wrong, wrong. That didn't stop him either. He just kept kissing her. Kept sliding his hand deeper into that robe until he was cupping her breast. He swiped his thumb over her nipple and got a very good reaction. Or bad, depending on perspective. What? (laughs) From his insane body's perspective, it was the right reaction. She moaned, that little silky sound of pleasure, and she melted against him. She tasted sweet, like the sugary donut, but it was mixed with something else. Something dark and forbidden. Which she was, dark and forbidden. She was dark and forbidden? (laughs) It just says which she was. But that only made the kiss hotter. It only made him want her more. He shoved open the robe. He'd been right about the naked part. Not a stitch of clothes. And he broke the kiss just long enough to look at her. Do you want me to skip ahead? There's like, it it gets really dirty. Oh, wait, no, no, no. It's still good. You want to keep going? How much longer do you think it is? Like three or four pages. Read the the, the, cut. You're going to read the last 48 pages? I mean... Do you you have literally a climax you're trying to reach here? Yeah, I mean, it gets to the point where basically like... um, Okay, yeah, yeah. JC kissed him, pulling him right back to her. There's no reason to stop because of the baby. It's okay for pregnant women to have sex. (laughs) And that's really when I learned that. You know, from this book. Yeah, it's educational, yeah, sounds like. Yeah, I'm dumb. Um, th- there when is out, because there, <laughs> there were only two things that could have stopped him from jumping off this cliff. JC saying no, or her telling him she couldn't continue because of the baby. They're but, literally on a cliff? But <laughs> You wish. But clearly she didn't want an out either. And I'll oh. leave you there. Mm. You'll have to buy the book. Dolores Fawson. Josh. Josh. What a cliffhanger, man. I guess we'll have to have you on for a part two. Thank you. Eventually. It, you know, it's crazy. Actually, during the uh, pandemic, like <laughs> three months in, I, on Instagram Live, I read from these novels. That's amazing. Like sick as fuck because I was still sick from COVID. Right. 
because <laughs> I find these in the little libraries around my neighborhood. And you weren't wearing gym shorts. You were wearing like corduroy overalls. Yes. You were packing everything nice yes. and tight. Yes, I taped everything <laughs> in there. And then JC... <laughs> Swiped his his thumb across her nipple. This pandemic's so lonely. (laughs) Oh my god, guys! Thank you so much for listening. (laughs) Thanks for listening, everybody. Josh, it's it's been a pleasure, man. We love you. I love you, dude. And I'm gonna I'm gonna bring you back on uh, sooner than we. When I come to Munich. Yes, when you come to Munich, absolutely. We'll go to my studio. Hell yeah! Oh, a studio. Yes, the station. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Bye bye. Have a great day. Arvita saying. 